Hello everybody, it's Dave here from Rose to Freedom and I want to talk to you today a little bit about um, the importance of cadence and uh, how to improve your cadence. So uh, one of the main keys to effortless running is the ability to maintain a high cadence. So cadence remembers the number of times your feet strike the ground in one minute. Now most elite distance runners run with a cadence of around 180 or more it varies a little um, but uh, <clears throat> statistically that's the kind of region that they're hitting most of the time you contrast that with most recreational runners who are <clears throat> operating with a cadence of somewhere between 150 to 170 usually um, you can find out your cadence uh, by just running on a level surface and counting yourself over 30 seconds and just see how many times your feet strike the ground in that 30 seconds. Then just double this figure and that will give you your cadence. <clears throat> so uh, many beginner runners believe it's all about increasing stride length and they very often try to achieve this by means of strengthening the glutes or stretching the hamstrings, for example. But stride length is largely dependent on good biomechanics, especially of the legs and the pelvis, and in addition to a full swing of the arms, as we saw with walking. So we focus on stride length later and show how it can be increased. But today the focus really is on how to increase your cadence, as this will also have an impact on your good biomechanics. <clears throat> so um, there's basically four steps to, uh, to this um, and it's, there, it's a progressive so progression from um, simple to uh, more advanced. So the first step is to just wearing your running shoes just to run on the spot for 30 seconds and count your cadence. Okay, so just run as you would normally on the spot. Count the cadence over 30 seconds, <clears throat> as we discussed before. Now, second step is to keep your arms locked at your side and repeat the same drill. Okay, so just running on the spot. Notice, has your cadence increased or has it decreased? Was it easier or harder with your arms locked at your side? And note any other <clears throat> things that you might have experienced. Um, so now thirdly, you're going to do the same thing again. So still running on the spot for 30 seconds. But this time, instead of locking your arms to the side, you've got to actually lead the running on the spot with your arms, allowing them to go backwards and forwards um, as naturally as you can. So leading the motion with your arms. So you might notice that your cadence has increased. You might have noticed that your knees are now coming up higher. Your hips are bending more. And you might have spotted that you're landing more on the forefoot than on the heel. <clears throat> so finally, step four is repeating those same three drills barefoot, uh, preferably on a natural surface like grass. And just notice the difference without the shoes. Okay, so the shoes 
being out of the way might change your experience of uh, running with a higher cadence. So you're running <coughs> in, uh, on grass or a natural surface barefoot uh, without your running shoes, just normally to start with, and then running again barefoot on a natural surface. You're keeping your arms locked at your side. And then finally, you're uh, running again barefoot on a natural surface, but this time you're leading the motion with your arms. And hopefully, uh, the, the, the third time uh, you do this, you, will, you should notice that you have a lot more spring coming up from the ground, especially as you lead more with the arms. <clears throat> now, uh, try gradually increasing the turnover of your feet and arms, still running on the spot for now. It should feel more springy as you're starting to use body weight plus momentum to maximise the elastic recoil from the ground. So it may feel harder initially because now you're using your whole body in sync to generate energy through all the tissues instead of just muscling your way through and landing heavy on your heels perhaps. <clears throat> so um, the more you use your arms the more the hips bend, the more the knee comes higher and the more downward force on the ground you're able to generate. So the less time you spend on the ground, the less time you spend with the brakes on, losing momentum and not maximising the free energy that you can effectively get from the ground. So this spring from the ground is really important in terms of using all the elasticity of your tissues um, instead of having to <clears throat> use inappropriate amounts of muscle as you stop and start effectively. Okay, so let me know how you get on with that. That's Dave here from Roads to Freedom. Goodbye for now.